Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today, which is probably going to be the last one of 2017. And the festive period is is very much upon us. Christmas parties are being booked all over the place. In fact, some have already taken place, I notice. Photographs of snow-filled roads and gardens fill social media. So it can only mean one thing for the professional property investor. Yes, our annual goals and review planning exercise. (laughs) In truth, there are two other things on my mind at this time of year as well. One of them is a bit of chill time, uh, obviously with some friends and family. But the other one, well, you'll just have to wait and see as I reveal it during the rest of the show. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Okay, so round about this time of year, I, I tend to do a review of my, my goals and my achievements for the year. Um, I tend to do a more detailed portfolio review round about tax planning time. Um, so it, it depends when they're putting the tax return in, but it's sort of around this sort of period. It's certainly within this, this window. But I, I think in particular, it's a great time, I think, you know, the calendar year to look at our goals. Uh, what did we set at the beginning of the year? And, and how are we doing now? And of course, in, in addition to looking back and a bit of reflection, we also want to look forward, don't we? And, uh, and reset and recalibrate going forward. Now, I quite like to use uh, uh, you know, mnemonics, if you like, or, or short form versions to remember how to, to go about this. And the, um, the one I'd like to share today is called Triple D. So it's the Deliberate, Decide and Do. Uh, triple D mnemonic that I'm going to work through. I'm just going to cover this quite quickly today. So um, it's it's one of the things you possibly heard me talk about a, a few times, but I think in particular this sort of time of year, if that's when you like to do things, it's um, it's good to have a, a little bit of downtime, and uh, you know just get away from the sort of the, the firefighting or the day the J job or day job yeah day job <laughs> or whatever else is keeping you occupied, and just spend a bit of time you know, doing some reflection, doing some strategizing and planning. So let's start off with deliberate. So deliberate really is just looking at uh, reviewing the goals that we had for this year. So by now, of course, we're getting close towards the end of 2017. And if you set your goals on a calendar year basis, of course, you, you're very close to the wire. So um, certainly towards the end of the year, it's, it's review. How have you done? And I tend to use a number of metrics, certainly as far as the portfolio, uh, property portfolio is concerned. I look at portfolio growth, I look at my net annual cash flow, and I look at return on investment. And those, if you like, are some hard measures uh, about uh, my progress. It's hard to hard to disguise uh, the progress that's being made when you're re- measuring these hard measures. So what did you say you wanted to achieve and what have you actually done? What's the gap? Hopefully it's green and not red <laughs> if you follow. But in addition to some of the hard measures, I think also it's worth looking at some of the softer measures as well. So this is really looking at our achievements and some of our challenges. Um, I, I quite like the, the phrase wells and betters. 
but not everybody sort of re resonates with that. But certainly it's again, the wells are our achievements, what's gone well, and the betters are what, what are the challenges? What could have gone better than they perhaps have done? And I think the key point with this sort of thing is to um, is to is to not be to totally imbalanced. Um, if we've um, completely smashed our goals, it's okay. Let's reset and let's go again for next year. Have a quiet celebration by all means, but um, let's you know build on on the momentum that we've achieved and go again next year. And similarly, if we've had some setbacks. And you know, being really honest with you, we all do have setbacks. We all have challenges that we have to face. I have uh, during the course of the year, uh, you know, on, on lots of different levels. And so, but it's a case of not beating ourselves up. It's a case of what can we learn from those setbacks and those challenges, and how can we perhaps apply that learning uh, to progress going forward. So. It's having a sense of balance, not getting too carried away with the extremes of either, you know, the excitement of doing really well, or perhaps if things haven't quite gone according to plan, it's really just having a bit of a pragmatic and, and, and sort of cold hard look at things and deciding what we're going to do next. Which brings me on to strategy and tactics. So how have we gone about things for the year? What sort of strategy or strategies have we decided to follow? And indeed, what sort of tactics on a sort of weekly or monthly basis have we deployed to try and achieve those strategies? Uh, of course, by now, we might be thinking, I'm frustrated. I, I set myself a goal. Or perhaps I missed it by a little bit. Uh, I, I, I'm talking to a mentee recently, and they said, I want to buy a property by the end of the year. And they're still sort of doing a little bit of uh, the sort of area research phase. But it's not really a big deal, because if it just takes an extra couple of weeks, um, for them to nail that and, and they buy a, a property that's well worth it in the early part of next year, they, they've perhaps missed their, their personal goal by a couple of weeks. Now, I'm not saying that you should always let yourself off a goal um, and say, no problem, we'll just kick the can down the road, it'll be okay. Because when you do that, of course, you just end up kicking down the can, kicking the can down the road rather, and, uh, and just not getting anything done. But I'm just saying, don't, don't be too tough on yourself. That's, that's the takeaway here. Um, yeah, by all means, commit, hold yourself accountable and perhaps get somebody else to hold you accountable too. Um, and, um, and just don't be too hard on yourself if you don't quite make it. Because if you've got a great deal for the sake of a couple of weeks delay, you've got a great deal. So that's good. And one of the tools that I tend to use in this sort of deliberate phase is a portfolio assessment spreadsheet. So I consolidate all of my portfolio into a, into a central uh, place. I've got all the metrics that I need in that, in that place as well. And, and I can just have this sort of traffic light, this red, amber, green sort of system where I look at my portfolio, if you like, at this point in time, and I just take a cold, hard look. You know, how is it doing? Um, perhaps then I can target a couple of properties. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, the ones that are underperforming I, I sell or something like that, but I will look at them and I'll just work out what, what perhaps can be done to improve things. Perhaps there's nothing that can be done to improve things right now. Um, and it's just one of those things. But have a, have, have a mechanism is what I'm trying to say uh, to actually be able to evaluate what you do. And if, if you need some sort of portfolio assessment spreadsheet, um, I've probably got a, a general uh, template I could share with you if you would find that handy. So uh, just drop me a note and I'll gladly share that with you. So that's the deliberate phase. The second of the three Ds is decide. And, uh, and that's really decide what to do next. So once we've had a bit of review of what's gone on and perhaps how things are performing and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of have a picture, won't we? We'll have a picture of things as they are now or how they have been to get to this point in time. 
and we can draw a fresh line in the sand, can't we? So we set goals at the beginning of this year. Uh, things have gone as they have. We've got a new baseline, so we can reset and decide, okay, so what's next? What are we going to do next year? And that's all about resetting our goals and our actions for the year ahead. Uh, of course, people tend to plan on an annual basis. It makes sense to do that. So um, we have natural a rhythm, don't we, with the calendar year to, to help us do that. So could be the calendar year, could be the tax year. So um, perhaps save this episode for March if you tend to work on a sort of tax year planning basis rather than calendar year basis. But the general principle is the same. So resetting the goals and the action is the next stage. And what we really need to do there is recalibrate, if you like, and reset for the next year ahead. So there's no point saying that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to have the same goal year after year after year. We need to, you know, be intelligent about it, be a little bit smart. And of course, if we, um, if we've been having a tendency to over overestimate our capabilities, perhaps getting a bit demotivated by that. So maybe we can reset the goal a little bit more realistically for the year ahead. But conversely, if we've really done well perhaps exceed expectations, well, why not? Just lift the goal up, reset at a higher higher level. So I think it's just have a form of intelligence, really, and a form of balance into in terms of resetting our goal for the year ahead. But one fundamental point I really wanted to make is whatever we do here, i.e. with our planning for the year ahead of our goals and our strategies, etc., is to is to have them in writing, write them down, I mean, you can put them on a spreadsheet. You can write them in a, in a, in fact, I'm actually going to say the tool I've got here is a business plan. So write them down in a business plan. And a business plan can be a living document, if you like. You can review it during the course of the year. Of course, that's not a way to cheat and to reset your goals throughout the year. I used to work for an American company and they used to have a phrase, re-goaling, which is, you know, if things aren't quite going according to plan, they'll re-goal and it could be a plus or a minus. But um, yes, we can do that too. But really the point is at the start of the year, we've got something in writing. We know where we're heading, in other words. We know what we're aiming at. So have have a business plan. And once again, I've probably got a template um, that can help you with that. I tend to work on simple one pages and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, drop me a note if you would like a template. So that's the uh, portfolio assessment spreadsheet and um, for for the sort of deliberation phase and uh, business plan uh, template for the decide phase. And then, then we've got to the final D. And the final D is something that we won't actually, you know, won't happen immediately because that's do. The final D is do. Um, so we're going to commit to take definite action over the course over the next 12 months because um, we're going to do gradually over that period of time. We can't you know, do everything in one day, of course, and achieve uh, what we want to achieve over, over a whole year. So um, commit to take action over a, over a whole year and perhaps map out some quarterly or monthly milestones. So to hit your annual goal, we have to do it progressively during the year. Whether it's progressively, exponentially, it doesn't really matter. I think the point is, you know, it doesn't happen immediately, but it happens in stages. So set some milestones, whether that's quarterly or monthly milestones, so that you can measure and track your progress along the way. And therefore, you can make adjustments and fine tune your activities, um, either to increase your effort, uh, etc., or to, to change direction slightly during the course of the year to, to make sure you hit what you're aiming at that you said at the beginning of the year. And, and maybe it's a good idea in this respect to get some extra accountability. Um, you know, there's a number of techniques you can adopt. And, and the very simple thing is just to tell someone, this is what I'm going to do this year. I suggest you tell someone who you can trust, 
um, he's not going to laugh at you and is is actually going to hold you accountable I mean if you tell I mean if you don't tell your kids what you're going to do do you think you're going to do it um, if they're looking at you going you know dad in my case obviously uh, or mum, you know you said you're going to do this did you do it I think you know if you actually commit you know say to someone else that you're going to do something it's a lot more powerful than just sort of maybe promising yourself you can we can easily let ourselves off is my point so perhaps get some accountability so it could be it could be from someone close to you um, it could be from a property buddy or it could be somebody more formally like a mentor, a mentor uh, who could perhaps uh, hold you accountable if you like um, another technique there is just to set a, a, a sort of a, a recurring reminder in your calendar or your smartphone and just um, you know get it to flash up your goals every first uh, of the month or 30th of the month or something like that. Um, so that's, that's just a, a personal accountability uh, reminder tool that you can perhaps do there. So yeah, that's that. Um, but perhaps I can help with strategy. Um, I can help a little bit here because um, strategy or deal reviews or a portfolio or business planning review is the kind of thing that um, I, I enjoy doing. And um, if you happen across my LinkedIn profile, I've probably received the most endorsements for strategy than anything else. So it's clearly something other people around me think uh, is a strength. Um, this is not my personal view, it's other people's view of me. So um, admittedly, I do enjoy discussing people's strategy and then also trying to help steer them to formulate a clear direction to go forward to achieve their goals. So why not drop me a line and perhaps we can have a chat about your strategy and your plans ready to hit the new year with a bang. So that's maybe something I can assist with under the under the do heading. So there's a little bit of an extra resource there or support available, if you like, under each of the, the three Ds of deliberate, decide and do. And do. But that's that, really. Um, it's quite a simple exercise, but it's a really important and profound exercise, I think, to go through each year is just to go through this sort of triple D, deliberate, decide and do exercise um, you know, to commit to going forward is how we how we progress and go forward. Otherwise, we just drift, don't we? But I've got a kind of a, a different type of gift, really. So um, that I wanted to chat to you about. But what else is is good at this time of year besides uh, perhaps thoughts of time with uh, friends and family? Well, how about last minute deal opportunities? I don't know if you've noticed. Um, for example, I subscribe to a number of. Uh, deal sourcer emailing lists and I don't know if you've noticed that this sort of time of year around about December there seems to be a number of opportunities that are popping up and it seems to be sort of uh, you know in ever increasing discounts that are being banded around and you know must be a cash buyer must be able to move fast and this sort of thing well it's there are two really key points of time in the year I find this happens one is August and one is December and and for similar reasons uh, basically people go away the market quietens down. Uh, they're either away on holiday in August or they're starting to think about the Christmas party and the Christmas break over, over the sort of December, January period. So that means the activity level in the market is low. There's less buyers around. And in particular, if you're, if you're a seller, a vendor, and that you need, to, you need to sell, then of course, with less competition or less people willing to buy from you, maybe you'll offer a little bit more than you perhaps otherwise would. So I actually tend to find there's some good deal opportunities uh, around August and indeed December. So they tend to be good months to go hunting or, or to go shopping, if you prefer. So um, it's a different kind of January sale, I suppose. These sales are getting earlier, aren't they, every year? But um, 
Yeah, I've tended to buy um, actually a couple of deals, uh, property deals around about December. So I'm keeping my eyes peeled. I'm in the market. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a great deal in December. So I'm kind of clearing the decks and I'm not going to do too much, but I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready with cash available and I'm looking for an opportunity because uh, very often they do tend to land in your lap this time of year. So that's a different type of uh, gift I just wanted to highlight for you. And that's one of the other things that I'm, I was kind of alluding to at the beginning in the introduction to the show today. But needless to say, looking forward now, um, I'm going to be personally going to be taking a break from the podcast until the new year. So yes, I'm going to be spending some, you know, spending some time with family and friends. I'm actually going to have a break. I'm going to go away, perhaps hit, hit the slopes if we can get the flights uh, organized, etc. Um, but uh, equally, I'll, I'll be looking for a deal. So yes, if you've got one, perhaps let me know. Um, but I'll be returning, you know, as far as the podcast is, is concerned, with a brand new series uh, in January. And it's going to be all about prop tech or property technology to give it uh, its longer form title. And I'm really excited about this series uh, as it's been in planning for quite some time now. I possibly have held on to the planning a little bit longer than I should have done. But it's ready and I thought I'd hold it over now and just launch in earnest at the beginning of the new year. But um, I'm, I'm genuinely excited, as I mentioned, and I believe there'll be a lot, out, uh, a lot, of, lot in the content that you can take away. And I've already lined up some uh, some fantastic episodes and some really special guests and some some you know big hitting guests. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to because obviously I'm taking it in a slightly different direction with property technology. So I'm tapping into perhaps an aspect of the marketplace that I haven't really focused on so much. And it's part it's part of the reason actually why it's taken a little while to plan, if you like, and get ready for this new series. But it's gonna it's gonna kick off on Wednesday the 10th of January. And uh, we'll be exploring the latest trends, um, what we can utilize right now, because I like to, you know, we're talking about property technology, and I think we can sometimes get carried away when we think about technology and look like 30, 40, 50 years down the line. Well, let's also look at what's available here and now. But also, um, what's, what, let's have a small glimpse into the future as well. And the intention is to make the topics relevant to our productivity, our profitability, and our continued progression as professional property investors, which is probably quite enough peas for any sentence I would I would like to uh, suggest. But there we go. So yes, I'm going to try and make it relevant. I'm going to try and make it um, that you can apply it, if you like, and get something out. I'm always about the numbers. I'm always about the upside. So uh, it's not just a case of, you know, curiosity. What, you know, what are the, the latest building techniques? Well, yes, I'm interested in the latest building techniques, but I'm, I'm interested in the latest building techniques for a specific reason. Can it help us with our productivity? Can it help us with our profitability, etc.? So um, that's the angle I'm coming from. So I'm pretty excited to share that and I'm going to be sort of quite tough really in making sure that it's just not a, you know, just a, a thesis on property technology. It's going to be something that we can apply and it's going to be relevant to us uh, on a day by day basis. But that's it really. I, I, I really just wanted to close by saying thank you so much for joining me throughout the year. I've appreciated your company each and every week that I've run the podcast and if I could ask one thing, perhaps please don't forget to leave a review for the podcast if you've had any source of value from it whatsoever. So if you valued the content, if you valued the special guests, and in particular, if you valued some of the extras that have, you know, you've written in to, uh, to request. And literally hundreds of you have written in during the course of the year requesting some of the giveaways and bonuses that have been made available by, by both myself and indeed some of my guests during the course of the year. 
And as we're in the season of giving, why not just take five minutes and leave a quick review of the Property Voice podcast on iTunes? In particular, if you're one of those people that's that's written in and has received some added value giveaways uh, throughout the course of this year, and you haven't let left yet, sorry, yet left a review, uh, then it'd be great if you could do that uh, and leave a, a, a generous uh, and hopefully five star review for the podcast. I think it's possibly the least you could do uh, to say thank you, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay, so that aside, um, please make sure you set a reminder in your calendar to join me on the second Wednesday. That's the 10th of January of 2018. And as that's when I'm going to be back. But that's all for this week. And as usual, you can email me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. I'm still going to be responding to the emails. And if you want to talk about anything from uh, today's show or indeed more generally in property investing, perhaps those, uh, those that little bit of help with the strategy review or the business planning review, or indeed if you want some of the templates I referred to earlier on, all you need to do is just drop me an email. But the show notes are going to be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net, if you want to refer back to anything at all. But for now, all I want to say is thank you very much for listening again this week. And until next time, in a few weeks' time, that is, uh, on the Property Voice podcast, it's Ciao Ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.